welcome to the Crossing the Chasm podcast. I'm here with Matt and Zach. Yo. And, uh, you know, we're just hanging out all day and we've been excited to drop a podcast for you guys. We're going to talk about a little bit like post-COVID and what we project the future to look like. I love it. Yeah. And uh, we've been making a lot of progress on this podcast today and we're going to be all over as many platforms as as you can get your hands on or throw a, a dead cat. In. We got an Instagram page. We got a Facebook page. Yes. We are on, what else are we on, Zach? Any place with a www and a .com, we're going to be there. Twitter, awesome. Patreon, all that jazz. Yeah. All right, so let's get started. What do you think our new world is going to look like? A year after COVID, we're, we're here now. Okay. You know, it started out with two... 15 days of so so i feel like we're kind of already seeing it you're seeing like if you don't get the vaccine and get the vaccine um passport or whatever you're going to be restricted from certain things you'll be able to do i know with sports um they're having to where you're going to need a vaccine uh certificate to be able to attend games and sporting events i think more of that's going to happen and um I think you'll need it to travel as well. That's kind of the situation I'm actually going to be in because I'm traveling on planning or I'm planning on traveling to um, Nigeria soon. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Well, my my options are I can either take a COVID test three days before mm. and then when I get there, I have to take a COVID test. Oh, my gosh. Or, or just get the vaccine. Some so, places are making you quarantine for two weeks before exactly. you do anything. Is that what country. you'll do when you get there? You have to yeah. quarantine? For at least 14 days. So I'm, I'm really conflicted right now, like, what I want to do. I, and you guys know how I feel about that. Oh, it's scary. I mean, you want to know that you're, what you're getting into. And I really feel like until you do it, you really don't know, you know, how they're going to treat you, what it's going to be like, how long they're going to really quarantine, quarantine you for. You know, right. it's just, it's weird. And they're trying to make that the new normal, you know. Exactly. Incrementally, just, oh, yep, oh, yeah, this is fine. I just got to do it. I know, it's annoying, but got to do it. I kind of wanted to talk about like the future of jobs. Like a lot of people got out of work with this whole lockdown and everything. Definitely changed my work life. Yeah, I almost see it to where like the only two options in the future, other than a few exceptions, are going to be entertainment and IT work. Mm. Or that's definitely going to be a lot of or um, hardcore manual labor that they haven't figured out how to. Right, that you can't replace. Right, Right. one people to fix the robots. I guess that's a big one. Yeah, it's gonna be huge. Yeah. So, and I'm in both of those fields now. So. Which field? The robot field? No, the (laughs) entertainment. (laughs) Entertainment. I wanted to know uh, more about your robot. Awesome. (laughs) No, I hear that. I'm trying to, you know, keep it safe with that. I definitely feel like the mask in terms of like restaurants. Uh, and jobs like that, you're probably going to have to wear them for a while. Yeah, I think you are, but I think people are going to get so sick of that that it all goes to basically delivery. Okay. Where, you know, you have a few people in the kitchen, or they eventually learn how to 3D print all this food. Like some of these big corporations are adapting pretty well with this kind of thing. So I know with the Visor vaccine, when you take, after you take your second dose, I think six months later, you're going to have to take another dose. And then it's going to be annually for forever. Yeah. I just heard so, that too. Wild. You're going to yeah. just keep, because first it was a big deal to one, and then it was a big deal 
to do two, and now it's you're gonna do two and every year. And, every year. Yeah. But they got people afraid, you know, like people are getting sick. Like this, yeah. uh, don't get me wrong, like this is a real thing. It's just what really is it? And well, you know, they're somebody paying create people. this to make this profit off of it and change the entire culture. Right. It, there's a lot of evidence to point towards that. Right. I think so. Mm. Sorry, you two. Um, <laughs> we love you. I'm so happy you exist. Right. But please stop censoring all of us or you're going to shut down yeah well they're they're paying influencers to like film themselves getting the jab and being excited about it yeah Mm -hmm. i just heard a clip i don't know if this woman had was paid or not but it seemed like it but she was like oh my god i i've been waiting for this for so long and then finally became open in my area but you it only in a drive-through and i don't have a car so i rented a car to just go get a and she's like and i'm so happy she's like crying in the video that she's like so happy about yeah the culture of it is is really bizarre like they're pushing it so much i see like these instagram influencers and youtube people they're like posting pictures like with a band-aid on their arm and they're like uh, and they have a a cup of starbucks and they're like i'm vaccinated and caffeinated no yes it's it's truly insane it's created a culture where it's divided people, divided people from like who's getting the vaccine and who's not getting the vaccine, and there's just this huge divide. Yeah. It's just unnecessary. It's, it's going to be the new segregation, especially right. with that vaccine passport. Like, right. Yep. It's, and it's you still have to wear a mask. Yeah. Exactly. So what is and the point? Socially distanced. What mm. is the point? Oh, but if you do the get point it, of the jab. Sorry. If you do get it, you're not going to have as bad of, um, you know, side effects. Mm. Or you'll have worse. To. Worse with because the, with the ones they've tested that were like this in the past on animals, the animals that did get sick later on got it worse because their bodies were like ill-adjusted to the actual virus. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw a video of these two girls in New York City. They're like a couple, and they both got it at the same time. One of the girls ended up getting sick, so she ended up trying to go to the hospital, and, and she told them that she got the vaccine, and they weren't allowing her into the hospital. They're like, "Oh, you'll be fine." They weren't, like, allowing her to do anything. They weren't, like, hmm. helping her in any type of way. Weird. Bizarre. And, you know, we know someone, all three of us personally, who just got COVID. It's true. Kind of out of nowhere. And, uh, and maybe his family, He's too. obese mm-hmm. and was recently diagnosed with leukemia mm. and is basically on the verge of being on a ventilator. But even the nurse that we also play in the band with said, like, if he gets on a ventilator, he's done. Like, Yeah. We spent so much money on getting all these hospitals extra ventilators, and it was, like, this huge deal at the beginning. But the stats are that, like, a huge percentage of people who get put on a ventilator die. Right. Right yeah. afterwards. It's, no, it's, it's basically a death dangerous. sentence. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the Brave New World we're going into is but i don't i'm not a fan so far me too me too i'm i'm concerned i'm concerned i just want you know i want there to be more pushback and the pushback not to be so skewed in the media uh, that would make me feel better and that's what worries me that if you do try to push back your voice will be silent that's what worries me yeah they're they're testing out those suppression channels and the greatest like question for me is are we coming to a fork in the road where we have to choose technology and the technocracy that's before us or do we go completely 
back to primal living grid. and try and create our own version of I that. kind of like that. It's it's a hard thing. Like I keep everybody keeps wanting to think that yeah, we can take this technology, we can use it for a, a tool of good and we can unite people and it's been used that way, but it's mm -hmm. slower it, it's slowly getting to the point to where that's not even possible. Mm -hmm. In my personal opinion, but I don't know for sure. You right. know, it's just like, do we just turn everything off? And, and I wish we could, but I feel like people can't, like, in terms of, like, they're so attached and so married to the idea of government and that they need government and we need stimulus checks and we need vaccines. Um, I don't know, like, it's kind of hard for people to just go out on their own and and kind of separate themselves and become independent and become self-reliant. It's something yeah. we need to do, but it's not something we're used to doing as mm -hmm. people. We always are just looking for like an easy answer, or easy solution. Because there's going to be a lot of discomfort to kind of go on your own, try to create your own community. Right. Um, it's necessary. Now, but, you know, it's the hard. problem with our Western yeah. culture is where we are so comfortable. And it's like implanted in our genetic memory to where like we can't imagine a world without it, even though, right. like, three generations ago, it, yeah. it was one. Every single one different. of us are so attached to our phones, so attached to our devices. It's literally become a, an extension of us. Mm -hmm. um, well, people no. have been taught to wait to consume the solution instead of creating their own. So mm -hmm. people are waiting, you know, oh, who's going to fix it? I'm waiting around for that instead of just creating, being right. a creator and, and making your own things, making your own content, making your own way. And people are too, too, I wouldn't say say easily led, but like wanting to be led and like refusing to, to do any, any legwork. Mm. Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree. Do you think um, our technology has kind of forced us to be like that? Cause things are so easy and we're so comfortable. We just want to continue doing that. Um, What's a, it's a mindset because like, Computers allow us to do incredible things right now, like this, um, like we're doing right now, Absolutely. and and the power of like million dollar movie studios and million dollar recording studios, and things like this now exist in your house, but they've converted it into something like a phone, which has incredible computing power, but doesn't allow you to really do that sort of creation like you can on a real computer. Mm. And it's kind of like the Apple revolution was really about that. It was about simplifying things to like little cute icons to get everywhere instead of typing out a complex web code or you have to you used to have to run programs by hitting, you know, slash run, write the location of the wow. file dot exe and like know mm -hmm. how to and the simplification of it has also taken away the freedom because now it's, okay, I'm going to pull out my phone and I get a list of icons that tell me what websites I can go to instead of, like, knowing I could look at any website on, right. the, on the Internet and yeah, it's find a, my own content. The same thing with YouTube. I know personally for me, the only videos I watch are the ones that are suggested. Right. And I know right. they have that on one of that Netflix um, documentaries. They talk about that, that, like, most of the videos people watch are just based on what's suggested on like the right mm -hmm. tab. Yeah, Which used to be better. They're building an algorithm of you in your mind. Like, Absolutely. It, they literally have not control fully yet of our mind, but it's almost there to where that they can like clone the way we think and like our algorithm of like 
I just watched that video. It made me think of this thing, and now mm -hmm. I want to watch a video that's kind of like this. Like, well, what what they do have now, a hundred percent, is you have your own version of Google. Like, if you Google something, you're gonna get different search results based yep. on you and what they know about you than what I will see. And what that gives them the ability to do is is really scary if you think about. Mm -hmm. Like, if we could each look up the same article and we could be reading a different version of that article yeah, and not even know no it idea. with different words, different paragraphs, and you could read it and be like, wow, I can't believe this horrible racist that this this story is written about, right. and someone else might be reading it and there's different facts inserted yep. that give you a different opinion. So they, they can do that now. Whether they're doing it yet, I don't know exactly. But yeah, you do have now a different version of Google, as was what I was saying, but mm -hmm. to what extreme, I, I don't know ex at what. I definitely feel like people aren't as creative as they used to be. Um, I, I, just, I would disagree with that. Would you? Okay. This, I mean, look at this YouTube revolution. Okay. Like, look at this podcast revolution. There's a lot like, of good music. People are finding ways to be creative mm -hmm. that they okay. might have never had before. Like people that couldn't play music or couldn't draw well or aren't really good actors or aren't really good comedians, they can literally just speak their mind okay. for a living and it becomes a creative process. So I think okay. this has allowed us to be more creative, but we don't have like the grounding mm -hmm. that it used to be and right. we don't have like the depth that That's it used true. to be. Yeah. So it's it's all become a lot more shallow. Mm -hmm. Some of the Yeah. Creativity. I mean there's a lot of hilarious people on YouTube and Instagram and, and stuff like that. And they, they probably wouldn't have had the opportunity they have now, you know, maybe 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to do something like we're doing right now mm -hmm. and get in and out to thousands of people. Yeah, you only so, have a few radio all, all channels. The, and yeah, all the memes TV. and the comment section. Like, there's some hella funny people, intelligent people out there. Yeah. So I guess They never would have had a chance in right. any industry mm -hmm. now have, like, a platform. And if they work hard enough, they can, you know make this a living for themselves right but i kind of wanted to steer this in a different direction get your ideas on the idea of dna manipulation i came across this article about an artist and i believe it's new york brooklyn area um she worked with like some scientists and stuff and collected a bunch of things that had dna on it mm. in new york like gum um yeah. different like cigarette butts and everything I think I heard like about that. this, mm. yeah. And then uh, she took them to a lab and got all the genetics of it and was able to basically 3D print these people's faces. Wow. And she put that in an art gallery. That's crazy. I heard about that, too. And, and it's, to just as a point, it's not literally their face, but it's, it's like what guess. someone of their genotype would mm -hmm. kind of look like. Mm -hmm. But imagine what but that's going to look like in 15 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. Or 10 years, even. Um, and also, like, this kind of ties into what I heard a while back. Madonna travels with a DNA cleanup crew. Oh, like, wow. Like, literally has a whole team of cleaners wow. that, like, She doesn't want people stealing her DNA. And pick up every little thing. Do you that's think wild. It, do you think Anywhere that's paranoia is. or... Is there really something to that, you know, with the whole thing? I think DNA? there's something to it. It's just what it, what is it? It's you know, yeah. she's very no, I, very I agree. It, it is kinda the, it is kinda creepy. Maybe it's like sure. confirmed. Right. I wonder if it's Madonna or if it's the music company that like owns Madonna, like trying to like clean up after mm -hmm. their investment. I think that's a very good something like that. 
very good question. I don't know what, again, like you said, I don't know exactly what threat they're worried about. Because I don't know if Tupac wanted to be a... A hologram? You know, a hologram. It's yeah. so weird. And it's just so disrespectful. I almost guarantee yeah. they have clones of all these people. Right. And, like, and that's what the idea of selling your soul is. It's like, it's not like your actual soul, your essence mm -hmm. is taken from you. It's like who you were in this life is forever owned by this company. Right. And that's that's what you sign away on most record contracts. Wow. If you have a really good lawyer and you know what you're doing, awesome. But if you're some, like, 19-year-old on lean and, like, snorting coke and you're mm -hmm. just ready to, like, get a bunch of money fronted to you, you're not going to make some good decisions. No, you're gonna I sign agree. Anything. I agree. And then you find out later, you know, that's what happened to Kanye, I guarantee Dang. That's I know. He's going I know they have months. the ability to like make music based on like a collection of albums they had um, and and stuff like that. They'll just gather it all together and mm -hmm. kind of figure out the genre and the sound, and they'll manipulate it a certain way. Because I I saw it on the Rogan podcast. They had like um, Amy Winehouse, like a couple songs from her. Mm. They really put out after she died. You mean? Yeah. 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 yeah after well, and they'll have like yeah. yeah, like you said, like half recorded songs or like. Bits of songs that have never mm -hmm. finished. And they, and they've done the same thing with yeah. Tupac as well. Nirvana, too. And with some artists, like, if they're pushing back, like, too much or, you know, they're not doing the right things, you, as a business person, way up there, you realize that you can make much more off of them being dead than mm. alive. So true. And I think that's where, you know, it's not a coincidence mm -hmm. that so many musicians... Die, die young, die young too. yeah and it's mostly like suicide or well, drug, a big, drug, drug overdose yeah. i think a big part of that is like a lot of people that want to be in media and want to like be famous it usually comes from kind of we've talked about this before about child abuse mm -hmm. and wanting to be noticed and wanting to feel special so i think it's there's some of that you know it's like nobody is given the keys to the world overnight and they kind of they don't know what to do with it so they're irresponsible but I think a big portion of it is that it is like damaged people that are usually put in the spotlight yeah. because damaged people are the ones that are trying the hardest to like put on a show and like... Right. And they prey on those kind of people. Yeah, like they, they definitely. They know who to look for. There's that side too. And it's also like once you become famous, people are always going to have expectations of you, always put out music, mm -hmm. um, always... They're just like building you up to be this certain person. Put pressure You're, on Yeah, them. too much pressure. And you're just just constantly having to like fill that role fill that void you know we we're talking about britney she got put through that <laughs> pressure cooker man she was like one of the first huge pop stars of like the modern era that just like yeah and lost she was one it. of the first ones to start this whole like breakdown of the the mental state thing right. like shaved her head started literally her and like paris hilton and i think Lindsay lohan and a couple other girls they started like the uh the the pussy gang or something like that and they would just go like <laughs> No, like Can you the, say that? the no panties. Let's go flex our thighs, ladies. <laughs> no, Let's go crush these skulls. They would just wear dresses with no underwear, and they'd be flashing paparazzi constantly. Oh, my God. Mm. I did and not know about Brittany that. Britney was, like, hitting cars with bats and stuff like that, and that's when that Chris Crocker guy blew mm. up on YouTube. Leave her alone. That was my Chris what, Crocker. What was that all about, exactly? Because people were picking on her, like, she's just completely crazy. Yeah, okay. They were so mad at her. But she was going through a time, you know, mm -hmm. like her, her record company and her father owned her 
and uh-huh. everything about her just yep. completely she had took no freedom. over her life. So she just lost it. Yeah. That goes back to Michael Joe Jackson, even. His, yeah. his dad owned oh, him. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of abuse in that family. That all kind of ties in. Yeah, fame's not all it's cracked mm-hmm. up to be, kids. Mm-hmm. I think with Kanye, it kind of happened after his mom died. Yeah. And he just kind of lost it, because I know she was a big part of his life. And he kind of says it, that he, th- he thinks that uh, literally him becoming famous is what caused his mom to die. I don't mm-hmm. know how much you want to read into that, but Dang. Yeah. He, he said it. Yeah. It changed their whole family. Yeah. Absolutely. Anything else, guys? Yeah, where are we going? You know, we haven't talked about the uh, George Floyd case. Oh, this is true. Oof. We haven't really got into Oof. that. Last week, you know, it's he's, getting hot he's in here. Oof. Guilty. <laughs> yeah. Guilty. Yeah. Um, personally, I think they got it wrong. Not a very um, clean it wasn't, win. It wasn't yeah. justice at all. In my opinion, if they would have just got him with manslaughter, I would have been okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there was enough evidence to con convict him of all three charges. What was the biggest injustice to you that you saw in the case? Mm. Or anybody can open that up. This this case is just so tricky. Yeah. Because regardless if he was on his neck or his back, that didn't matter at all to me. Like, what he did was, it was wrong. And I personally, I do feel like he had some responsibility with Floyd dying. But the problem is, do we have enough evidence to prove that? Right. I don't think any, we did. I don't any evidence of right at all. To do right, that. George and, Floyd kept fighting back. Right, but and he had nine minutes is a long ass time. Exactly. And he had other officers there. That was my biggest stipulation. Right. When like, they had a crowd gathering, which is a really mm-hmm. dangerous situation too. So, like they were basically playing crowd protection and and trying to keep the situation calm for the ambulance to arrive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know what else they could have done because he wouldn't get in the car. And he's obviously there's something wrong with him. So they had the ambulance coming already. But right. the ambulance couldn't easily get to them either because there was a crowd forming. So it was, a, it was not a cut and dry right. case. At, I mean, at the end of the day, nobody wins. I know there was a bunch of people celebrating that yeah. he went to jail. Like a man's going to jail for the rest of his life. That's not a good thing. And politicians you know. using it and interfering in the case. Right. And just no one respecting anyone. Freaking Max, Maxine, Maxine Waters yeah. kind of yep. incite riots and stuff. Mm. The judge even mentioned it. He said, yeah, her saying this might have, you know, caused a... Swayed it. Yeah, and, and yeah, how can a judge say that it could, might be a bad verdict or could be overturned and then not do anything about it? Yeah, politics shouldn't get involved with justice. What's right, what's right and what's wrong shouldn't... They shouldn't tie in at all. People didn't even want a trial. Like, they want a lynching. Like, they mm-hmm. really, they just want mob justice. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, h- how ironic and funny is it that, like, yeah. the people trying to go after equality and, and justice for, like, the past are now the ones that are trying to give mob justice, mm. doing the same to do bad. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's very ironic. The, these white judges are... <laughs> Afraid to get lynched <laughs> when they were the ones, you know, in the past. Right. Giving the lynching. Right. It's wackadoo. It's pretty funny. Wokeness has gone a little too far. Mm-mm. It's getting heavy. I think I think I need a little something. <laughs> a song Elucid comes to it. mind. I've got Pap's Blue Ribbon on my <laughs> mind. I've got Pap's Blue They're not ribbon. a sponsor yet, but they could be. Right. 
Anytime. Also, shout out to the No Agenda show. Nice. Paps Blue Ribbon. Nice. All right, anybody else want to give shout outs? <laughs> shout out to uh, Anomaly. <sighs> Tinfoil Hat. Anomaly is cool. Yeah, he's like dope. Him. Richard Grove and uh, the Peace Revolution podcast. There's some true, true mm. knowledge out there on that. The higher side chats. Oh, yeah. Big, big ups to, uh, to remember you, that Greg. You, you're the OG. I remember when uh, I first started. Jesus is putting some really great stuff Ooh. out there. Nice. Yeah. He's like a crypto You introduced genius. me to him. He's dope, though. Now we have an excuse to link all these people to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. For real. What, um, any other subjects? Uh, you had mentioned something about... Um, briefly touched about it yesterday. Bodily ownership, self-ownership. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll touch on it a little bit right now, but let's do a deep dive in a couple of weeks. On okay, this. did you want to save that for later? Or just yeah, we can kind of discuss it for opinions. a second. Okay. We got about, what, 10, 10, 20 minutes? Yeah, something like well, that. So it's the idea of my body, my right. choice, and how it relates to abortion and uh, vaccines. And you had mentioned... Also, the the transgender yeah. community—it's getting hot in here. This is, well, yeah, yeah. like this is fire stuff. My my kind of viewpoints are like, so I support all trans people. I I feel like they have the right to do whatever they want with their body. Um, just yep. under the age of eighteen, I don't think they should be able to take hormones, and I don't think they should be able to have any medical procedures, which I don't think they're allowed to under eighteen to take. Like they do surge, it. Are they? The oh, hormones, yeah, they're doing sure. it like crazy. So, see, I thought it was just the hormones. I wasn't sure. There was a dad in Canada that was recently arrested or fined um, because he misgendered his daughter who had had surgery and, wow. was, and was changed. So they can have surgery under the age of... Wow. Yeah. Yeah, see, that, that brings into the idea of consent, basically. Like, um, in certain states, they're trying to make it to where... People that are like 16, okay. kids that are 16 can legally say they want the vaccine or they want uh, this certain mental drug or anything like that behind their parents' back. Mm. And wow. With like a non disclosure agreement. It's crazy. My, my whole thing is like the brain isn't fully developed to what, like 25? Yep. So. 13-year-old, 14-year-old should not be making that decision. That's just in my opinion. And that's just for protection for that that child. Well, yeah. they can never go very, back. That's a huge decision to yeah. make. Yeah. yeah. And once you start taking those hormones, your body's just going to be messed up forever. So, I mean, it's yep. it's a very critical decision to make. And a, chill, a child shouldn't be making that decision Definitely like, at not. all. I think we can all agree with that. Absolutely. When I was five years old, I thought I was Batman, <laughs> and uh, I thought I wasn't in. <laughs> sorry, guys. I hate to disappoint. I'm not Batman. So um, you know, you, I don't think you really know what's going on when you're five years old. <laughs> not that adults always know what's going on either, but right. I definitely didn't know what reality was mm. at that age. Agreed. What about um, the whole abortion thing? I don't think I've ever talked to you guys about it. No, it's I, not I, very I, much of a subject. Yeah, it's, it's a touchy one. It, it's, yeah, there's no right or wrong on it. I'm kind of at the point where You guys yay or nay? Yay or nay abortion? <laughs> it's not that simple. Yeah, there's no good answer. I'm nay. No good I'm nay abortion. Per, personally, I, I, I kind of lean more that way, too. I don't support abortion, but Other than it's complicated. Like, unless Just the life of the mother is in danger. I've been in the situation okay. where, you know, I had, you know, 
a pregnancy on the way, and mm -hmm. we had debated that in mm. a very uh, progressive, left-leaning baby mama. Okay, right. And so I was trying to support her. Also, I did not want was. It's not that I didn't want to have a kid. I said, bring it on. But I definitely was not ready for it. Right, okay. And You're young enough, man. You're so young. Like 20. Well, I'm not yeah. saying I'm perfect either. I've I've, uh, I've done plan B a couple times. Okay. Not me personally. <laughs> oh, you have? The female I was with had plan okay. B. But okay. I, that's also looking back. I've changed my opinion on it. Yeah, I mean, you, we both had totally different views. You know, I'm an anarchist. Ago. I was definitely more... Left classical left, left, but not right. really. I mean, I really, my opinions haven't really changed. I've just understood what I really think as mm -hmm. I've gotten older, mm -hmm. you know. But definitely, that's something my opinion has changed on. Is I see it as a life. I'm like, there's no reason that's not a human life. And, Same here. You know, right. it just should be taken more seriously by everybody. I saw some I, or heard some statistic. I don't know if it's true that there are more African American babies aborted than born last yep. year. Yep, that's the number one that, threat. Yeah. I, the most sure. dangerous place for a black person to be is in their mother's womb, which yeah. is absolutely insane. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's, uh, that takes tough, a toll man. on the whole, you know, racial hive mind. Yeah. Kind of way. Well, that actually connects to technocracy and stuff we've talked about in the past, because of Singer, the one that started Planned Parenthood, was not a fan of, of black people. Right. You know. Uh, eugenicist. Uh, yep. Uh, and it's no coincidence cool. her organization is doing what it's doing. Mm -hmm. Whatever you think about it. You she's know. praised for it. And that was yep. a long time ago, like in the 50s, right? When yeah, she started yeah. it, or 60s, somewhere yeah, around there. Yeah, somewhere around there. And, you know, I kind of take a libertarian approach on it, where, like, I don't think it's at all productive or a good solution to make abortion illegal because there mm -hmm. are going to be back alley abortions people are still going to get abortions and yep. they're probably going to get more of them right and putting like making it hard but available to women i think it works better See, this than is where it like would I start. actually go i mean yeah, I leaning, leaning the, the other way again. i disagree too but that's yeah okay. it's it's so but hard man look at prostitution Look at drugs. But that's controlling your own body, and the baby is not the mother's body. It's mm. a separate body. I agree with you. It's not so that's where the libertarian right. thought leads me to the opposite yeah. conclusion that but then it's just as bad as murder. Yeah, but then, again, I disagree with it so much also. <laughs> See, I'm not making an actual stance. It's just yeah. kind of this is where this my is your thought mind process. goes. Yeah. Right. That's but good. then I think that like the biggest hole in the libertarian argument is like, Pedophilia. Like, right. Where does that lie? Well, that's again, that's somebody else's body. It all comes exactly. back to the non-aggression so, principle. It, there's, there shouldn't be like a, a hole in the argument like that. So, it, morally, I don't think there is. Yeah, if if well, I, the hole is that, it's if it's somebody else's body, you do not have the right to aggress that body. Like, whether it's a baby, whether it's a child that you're molesting, or killing someone or stealing their property it's all the same I, I, I guess the, I kind just, of oh go ahead man go just ahead. the the logic i was going through Sorry. is like i do kind of take it back to like the the drug and the prostitution like fact that like when you make it outlawed it's runs rampant way more and i agree you know, with you I, it's just like would it run rampant way more and that, is, is it better to have that ability 
for people to do that, even though it's wrong, mm-hmm. because we want to save like that many more children. So wh- where does the moral of that stand? It's you know? tough, man. It's, it's not a black and white No, thing. It, not at all. Um, well, and it's, I think it's yet. less to do with the law and more to do with the culture. Because mm-hmm. I don't think making laws does help. I think people deciding what's moral and what isn't moral is more important, personally. Well, right. also the biggest problem is our culture and our, like, society as a whole and how we do everything. Like, I think there's a way to make it to where our society could run where almost zero people want to get an abortion. Right. Because the, the, the moral compass is set within the children and there's mm-hmm. not as much of abuse and family right. like comes back to family every time it, it, every time what do you think it is now why women, why would i'm trying to put my mind in a, in a woman's place like why would i want to get an abortion because you're scared because you don't have resources or is it more or less the, they don't the want they don't want there. to but they want to do what's best for the baby in the future yeah. if they don't feel like they have an opportunity to provide for the child so they're just making the most you know moral decision at the time yeah they, they think i don't want to bring a baby into this world without you know i have no job or and the man is off running around and is a drug addict or in other words uh, they weren't responsible like, so it's just a responsible decision to make uh, people are having sex too early they're getting wild, and they ain't thinking about their shit. Mm-hmm. And then they end up in a situation like this because they're being stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's that simple. It really is. <laughs> and I hate to be the preacher here, but everyone knows if what you sex just leads obeyed to. the Bible and you waited till marriage, yeah. none of this shit would be your problem. Surely you right. Amen, Brother Malachi. <laughs> Amen. Yeehaw. There's, at the end of the day, there's no perfect answer. That's all. It just... Just go circular. Well, the perfect yeah, answer no is right. be responsible for your actions. Yeah. And don't take the easy way out because it never ends up with you being happy, in my humble opinion. Amen. Well said. Well said. You yeah, got that's me it. Over here. <laughs> and it's worth, it is worth it to wait. That's kind of. I'm an anarchist. I don't believe in God, but damn it. Yeah. Stop having so much damn sex like it ain't nothing because it's something. You believe in something don't you <laughs> i've opened my uh, love of my fellow man my opinion about um anarchism because mm. before i was saying like small government will work and you need you know some type of foundation but the more i talk to you about it i'm kind of like yeah anarchism is probably the be- a better solution mm-hmm. it, i mean there the isn't really moral. a solution yeah i know and even with anarchism you're, you're always going to get together and work things out and mm-hmm. try and organize things right. like that technically what we have going on today was kind of a form of small government where it's like you do this you do that okay we're working together yeah. okay yeah. let's get some food you know like yeah it, that's we all had our part it, government means control of the mind and mm-hmm. that isn't necessarily just a bad thing like but if it's in the hands of you and people that are lifting you up that's a good thing and so also, like, really, all of us we're have all contributing. Of yeah, yeah, we're all contributing. And if I wanted to leave and say, I don't want to do this anymore, I could have done that if I felt uncomfortable or yep. whatever. Exactly. And we it's should voluntary. be putting a gun to your yeah, head. Yeah, and th- saying, that's what I'm saying. 
government you need to give us five dollars and you need to continue this project right, otherwise you go to jail yeah, I'm gonna find you. We lock you in Zach's closet. Most of the world <laughs> exactly. is most of the world is already anarchy. It's just all these layers on top of it abusing that situation. But 99% of things that humans do is just because they decided to do it that day. They wanted it or they needed it, and they mm -hmm. did it without anyone telling them. No one directed them. They just did what they wanted to do. And then on top of it are all these layers of people trying to set laws and orders and take money from people. Mm -hmm. But that's not really organizing it. It's everyone, every day, making their own individual choices. And that's, that's nature, too. That is right. nature. Nature is pure But there's anarchy. consequences to the decisions you make and the choices you make. Always. I could, I could go steal so I think all there, my, anything from my neighbor right saying, now. That's why I saying there's a reason why people live the lives they do and they do what they do. Yep. And most people don't want to hurt people. They're just living their own lives, doing their own thing. Agreed. Absolutely. I think that's a good, good place to wrap it up. Well, it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Yes. Yes. It's been fun. You guys are a league of extraordinary gentlemen. Extraordinary. <laughs> and yes, definitely check kind. out. That's kind, what these yeah. are here for. Definitely check out my new video on The Logical Shaman. I did my first episode of Nerd Gush, where I'm going to review and analytically analyze uh, comic books and movies and uh, TV shows and... Uh, Maybe if I talk about things that interest you guys, maybe you guys could join me uh, on an yeah. episode as well. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Something like that. And we might do some different segments. We talked about doing some reaction videos to movies and or TV shows, comics or anything. So look forward to some of that. And you can follow us at just about every platform at Crossing the Chasm. Yeah, we're on Twitter now. And we're also looking the to chasm. try to set up an interview for somebody if they're yeah, maybe next willing week. to come on to the podcast yeah. leave us a comment like subscribe and uh, tell your friends bye be blessed bye be bye blessed. now love y'all bye bye